1: Craig, I have to say, one of your intros where you were the wrestler—I don't know if it's come out yet—it was—it's um, made me giggle every time. You said, yeah, "That's awesome." Yeah. So maybe that needs to be a, a leave a comment if you think Craig should do that going forward. That should be the new intro.
0: If I could just do different accents every time. That'd be kind of fun. Yes, too.
1: and you could say it in different languages since you are the official R two D two, and you know like a million Man. languages. I don't know that.
0: I don't uh, think it's R two D two. We was talk about the it's C three P L by the way.
1: Um. Anyway, bud, I am uh, excited to get back on with you we uh we have some intentional blocks put in now i'm just going to let everybody know some intentional blocks put in for strategic podcasting with Joes craig and myself because we found that we get a lot of good feedback from people who say that some things have you know some certain topics have resonated with them and it seems like our banter is good and it's been well received and well requested so we've got some more uh some more content we've actually got a pretty good content calendar just of all the things we think sure do Applicable for right now, even in a you know post COVID COVID world. Or, you know, I keep saying post COVID, but shit, are we still in this? Um, and just some things as it affects dentistry, as it affects life, because you know beyond we are we are people beyond dentists, right? And we you know a lot of us have families and friends and you know all these things that are you know life is complex, which brings me to what I want to talk about right today. And I begged and pleaded with Craig that this would be the topic because I feel like it's needed right now. Um, And I feel like it's something that I've struggled with so much so in my life that I've had to be very strategic and Craig, as you will say, very hack-like. I had to create a system around it because it caused so much anxiety in my life. And that is balance. And I am here to say, Craig, I would love for you to push back on this, but balance is a myth, okay? And I don't want people to be fooled because I finally figured it out At the ripe old age of forty-five. I figured that out that there's really no such thing. I don't know. Can you can you say that you have balance in your life?
0: On on certain particular days, I feel certain like I days. have. So I think the idea is that um, uh, there's a lot of angst and anxiety that's created around this mythical. Um, notion that your life you have this perfect work life balance and it's it's so cliche but it's like everything's compartmentalized things don't spill over into other domains and you're in control and We, as you know, we, the illusion of control is something that really crushes a lot of our spirits because life spills over. You have an office fire and that week your office is way out of balance with your other life. You're missing your five-year-old's birthday party because you're one of your, you know, something, some crisis mode happens. So I think it creates a lot of anxiety for us. Totally.
1: Um, So much so that like when you, when I used to hear the term work-life balance, it would make me audit where I was. And you know, if I didn't feel completely balanced, if all of my pl- plates that weren't spinning in all the right ways, I would honestly, I would feel like a failure, honestly, to a certain degree. And you know, I'm like, what the hell? Why am I so skewed in this direction? Because I'm, I'm able to look at this plate and spin it. But the second that happens, my family life falls to shit or my personal something falls to shit or you know, my spiritual or life kid falls gets, to
0: shit. Or a kid gets sick or someone or a kid gets sick, arm, right? or you and, get sick. I mean, how, how can you ever be balanced in, in life? Right, so I just, I want to, I want
1: to put this out because honestly, literally, especially for a lot of younger listeners, I think that, you know, the minute you can say, look, balance is a myth. It's, it's like the work-life balance. Cause there's going to be times, Greg and you, and I can both attest to this, where you are going to feel in balance and out of balance. You're going to feel like you're sprinting. You're going to feel like you're jogging. Sometimes you're going to feel like you're coasting. Um, and, and, you know, I don't know. So here's like, let me show you something. This is actually a sheet I had. You've seen this but it's actually a sheet that I made just so I could kind of keep attention to the goals. And it's, I call it my balance wheel. Like I made eight sections in a wheel. Basically I drew something on a map and then had it had it created many times of the eight sections in my life that were important. Right. And so that was family and friends, fun and travel, giving, wealth, work, my family, God, health. And those were the things I divided. So it helped me audit things every day because like I said, I got so obsessed with the notion that, like I was kicking ass in business, but family was was, was falling down, right? Um, and I also, think it's really
0: important because like your mind, last night I had a, a particularly sleepless night for another, like just like some days you're, you can't turn your mind off and your mind's just chewing over the same thing, like this, this loop. It's like a feedback loop. It's like a three to five second loop. And what's great about writing it down is it gets it out of your RAM. Mm-hmm. So like you'll say, oh, mm-hmm. I got to run. I got to work out. I got to do a daddy-daughter date night. I got to make sure that we get our, you know, this protocol done at the office. And that little, those three things will just dance around in your head over. You ever mm-hmm. find yourself think about something like repeatedly get nowhere on it? You're just on a treadmill, mental treadmill. Um, every day. Yeah. So that, that idea at, of like. That you know, RAM. So,
1: I love that analogy when you do that. You, you know, your random access memory of your own computer. Right. And you're saying. But you're it, taking,
0: it, you're not taking your processor bandwidth. You're taking your ram your readily accessible memory is what mm-hmm. i like to call it mm-hmm. i think i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna you, you can in like six months from now you should actually say that you said this and i'll, I'll give it to you but like your readily accessible mem- memory like the stuff that's at the forefront we're chewing up so much with that but that's our, not that. what it stands
1: for in computer language you no know i know like, r- random I mean, access
0: memory so but, i won't but, steal it i know but the but i feel it's the same way your ram is how quickly like a program can boot up but not the processing power correct I don't I don't give a shit. I'm going to get lost in this fucking tr- this, this Yeah, iteration. RAM
1: is the stuff that's on your desktop essentially. The programs right. that are open, the things that you're thinking about.
0: Yes. Right, but that but in our in our own human RAM the, yeah. the, 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 we have the, so much shit circulating The analogy is a good it's, one. Yeah. It's debilitating. It's debilitating because mm-hmm. it's not allowing us to use our process or using our deep thought because of like the, I got to do this, I should mm-hmm. do that. So I love the idea that you write it down. It's like get it off your RAM and put it onto paper. And there's nothing better because you feel such a sense of accomplishment of crossing that shit off too, which is awesome. People typically speak about balance when they're like so busy, right? You're that I'm so busy, right?
1: And so and I, I would, yeah, and overwhelmed and I would encourage people not to use that word. And because, you know, we're like another one of the podcasts we did, Words Matter. Yeah, it was time. with Tommy, right? Um, so, and no one ever just says like, oh, I'm so overwhelmed with all the quality time I'm getting with my family and friends, right? They always say I'm overwhelmed with all the projects I'm doing in, in business or, you know, in work or something like that. So mm. I don't know, man. I, I think that there's seasons of life too that I think need to be touched upon and and your level of balance and your definition of balance now at how old are you now 64
0: yeah I'm 63 yep. yeah so it, that is
1: quite different than it was when you were the young buck like me at 45 yeah, and just to,
0: just to make it clear I'm I'm forty 49 but th- okay. thank you Peter
1: <laughs> you know why you felt compelled to tell people that because they'd be like wow he looks pretty good for 60 no I
0: just don't want to create any he looks you know, pretty good for. I don't they, want would to say, cut, yeah.
1: they would say pretty good yeah, right. no, Because some it's people a... might believe it, buddy. Yeah, no, for sure. There's some.
0: No, for sure. I bet depends on the 64 year old.
1: <laughs> it's funny. I had a guy at my, um, <clears throat> I had a guy, an electrician yesterday at my house, and I thought it was a father son team. And I looked at the guy and I was like, so, hey, father son team? And the guy looked at me and he was like, no, no, we're, he's my friend. I'm like, oh, jeez, sorry. Yeah, just don't
0: clarify which one was the father and the son. No, it was it was,
1: did, it was blatantly who, obvious. Oh, uh, wasn't really. And I was like, Yeah, yeah, man. Those those gray yeah. beard, those gray beard hairs make us look old, don't they? And, like and I had no that, idea what to say.
0: Later that day you had some female come over to the office and I mean to your house, and you're like, Oh my god, congratulations, you're pregnant. She's like, no, I'm not. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> you gotta be careful these days. Anyway, <laughs> we we digress. Um So I was talking about forty the you're forty five now, you're forty five. Right. No and sense. so
1: when I was 18, Craig balanced to me, I had, I look, I was, I was working 18 hour days and let's say I wasn't working dentistry, but I was able to work 18 hour days. I was able to hustle because I was, I was in the period of my life where I was able to sprint because I had massive amounts of energy and lack of commitment. Meaning I didn't have a family. yeah, the family. didn't have to party. Right. I didn't meaning like, you know, but my you social did. life. I did party. Right. But I mean, I balanced that, but I'm saying like, Monday through Friday, I worked 18-hour days. I would, like I've always said, I'd, come, I'd do dentistry, then I'd come home, and I'd study marketing, I'd study this, I'd do that. And I would use YouTube as the thing, but I was able to sprint because I was a quote-unquote much younger athlete, if you know what I mean. Now, I have much different obligations. My I can't be sprinting all the time. And so I think there's seasons of life where you can sprint and you should rest and you should jog. And like Naval says, like he says, a lot of times our progress in life doesn't come from this, it's not this linear progression of, I'm putting in the work and and I have this, this linear progression of getting better, you know, life's getting better and better. He says that really um, workers should function like athletes in that you should train, you should then do your sprint. You should then rest. And then you should reassess what happened in that whole process, right? Because there's so many lessons to be learned from that. There's so much the process. And so, you know, so it happens like this. And those of you not watching YouTube won't know, but it's like, you have this massive parabolic movement in your life and then you plateau. And then, and then you, and then you make and rest again, recess, and have some, some massive movement.
0: Yeah. I want to push back on one thing. Like, I don't think I, I you're, you're talking about it in the, in the dimension of age, you know, I want to, I want to shorten that. What, what, what Naval's quote means to me is that there's a law of diminishing returns. Your, everybody's brain function works differently, but you know, you can't, you can't you know, it's, it's better to work in spurts as well. Like in a shorter timeline, like don't sit down, you know, there might be some creative exercise where you want to allocate like one or two hours and get creative in something or something. It's gotta be a bigger hell yes to you because you're taking from all these other domains. Mm -hmm. So joining a project of some sort means you're going to miss Andy's birthdays and all that other stuff. Cause when we get home, you and I are the same. I was at your house a couple of weeks ago. The minute we got home, it's like, daddy, can you jump on the trampoline? Can you do all this stuff with me? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and we're always, you know, when you have children, it's a whole different dynamic. It's like, you're never, you bring up something
1: that was good though, Craig, is what you were talking about your hour, right. That you would make yourself study. And I think another hack that's helped me get balance is being very, very rigid with my pre-blocking. And so I have talked about this before is that I'm a very big advocate of pre-blocking a clinical schedule and a clinical day, as well as pre-blocking your life. Because if you ever know, right, so in, in that thing, you kind of took that hack and you said, I'm going to pre-block my homework for nine to here. But, and nothing else could get in that way, right? And, you, and your brain started becoming conditioned and then all right, we got to be on for this hour that, that Craig's allowing us to get our homework done. But I think it's important to do the same thing because so many times an email will come up or a phone call will happen. And all of a sudden now we become super reactive to the day in which we, which we are living or, or the phone, you flick the phone on, or you flick the phone on, you go, or you, you look at a social media
0: and, and you go down yeah. a, a FOMO rabbit hole. Um, yeah. And but, what's the, what's the, what's the biggest ass kicking of that is you, you have an hour. Let's say you come home and you're going to be with your kids for like an hour, your wife or your family with for an hour. And you know, you've got to take a call at eight o'clock, for example, uh-huh. and you, you are not cognizant of that hour. And that hour erodes by taking an email and then the email requires a research. And then your kid's like, Hey daddy, like one second, one second. And you get in bed that night. You're like, I only had an hour with my kids and I squandered it by trying to not be where my feet are, as you always say. Yeah. So that is a whole separate level of like disappointment that layers on top of your emotional baggage that you have. It's just, if you've got the chunk of the time, Don't fuck it up by multitasking, especially, you know, um, with with such a short amount of time. And that's when you get really, really detailed with the amount of time you're going to be if you shrink, you know, the behaviors and activities will always expand to the time you allot for them. So if you put three hours to hang out with my kids, like on a Saturday, I'm going to hang out with them from nine to 12, and then I got to go do something. That's a long time or four hours, you kind of squander the whole time, you won't really be intentional about it. But if you focus, you know, maybe I'm using a poor example with the children, but if you focus a certain amount of quality time, you won't tend to screw around with it. So I, I, I think, that pre-
1: yeah, I think that's, I think that's great advice. It really is, you know, it being super intentional with the time that you have, meaning be where your feet are. If you're, if you're in homework study, I don't know why, why we're using homework, but if you're in that or you're in creative space or whatever, be, be a hundred percent committed to that task at hand. Don't be half looking at social media, half looking at text, half looking at your email and then say, oh, I'm working on this project. No, you're not. You're not working on anything. You're actually just wasting a bunch of time, right? And so um, I think another two thing, buddy, is that I didn't give myself much grace in a lot of things. Like I would almost beat myself up if I had an unproductive day or if I felt out of balance. In a lot of my life, I beat myself up. You know, you're your worst critic. You're your worst enemy sometimes. And I said, my gosh the hell am I doing what's wrong and what got me out of that was recognizing that like for instance I would say okay look at my wheel and I'd write these things down I'm really good in you know being really good in my personal development and my adventure and my business life right now but I identify that I'm really faltering in these other areas and I would just kind of start giving myself some grace and I, look I've identified it I suck right now at this but I'm going to give myself some time to get out of it meaning it's not a light switch thing that you can just say okay now be balanced again it was just being aware, like we always talk about, like awareness is such a massive
0: attribute. Oh, it's massive. It's 90%. 90%. And then saying
1: like, okay, I know I suck, but my balance, you know, looking at the things that really matter in my life that, I, that I've identified, if I suck at this, I'm going to give myself some time to extricate myself out of this because I can't hit a light switch. So I'm going to do these things. and I'm going to suck for about another three weeks or a month or whatever it was. But I would make an accountability that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start focusing more and slowly recover that balance for date nights or kid nights or spiritual, whatever it was, right? And, and just focus on becoming that. And I think, I think that's where you give yourself grace because there's going to be times when you're going to sprint more in your business and other people are going to suffer. There's going to be times in your family life. Like actually, I just got back from a trip of a lifetime, trip of a lifetime vacation, and I was out of balance. Right, I was out of balance in in the family life. I was out of balance. I wasn't working
0: on work stuff. I was out of balance. So I think you would just have to. Well, you were you were out of balance with the kids, but you were giving I actually you were wasn't time with kids wasn't with kids, but right. But so you're saying I'm out of balance. You were you're just away from the children, but you were with Emily. You were no. Wife. I'm saying
1: I was look. If you can say that you're out of balance in one direction, meaning usually people talk about that in their work life balance, and I'm saying that that I that that week I was mass I was with family and friends. I was with my wife and my friends and so, but I wasn't working on anything else, but that's okay. Cause I know that like I'd return and balance would be restored because I would have to catch up on work. So I'm giving, you
0: have to give yourself grace in all aspects of what I'm trying to say. And, and the idea is that it's such an abstract goal of work-life balance is a mm-hmm. really a caustic term. term. It's it's really caustic because at any given moment, it's so varying and there's no ever per it's like getting to perfection. It's like the perfect, whatever, you know, it's, it's, it's so elusive and we hold ourselves out to that. And there's so much pressure. If you don't work hard enough, you're coasting, you work too Mm -hmm. hard. You're a workaholic, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and honestly, you know, who has it you know, I've talked, I've talked about this a lot, but you know, who has it the worst is our female colleagues and the female listeners to this podcast they have it the worst and I really mean that because there's so much you know sexual um, bias around stigma, yeah. yeah stigma that you know you and I are out there you know because we're guys and we're allowed to do this stuff. And we can, we can, we have so much latitude that's given to us in those identities mm. and women, if they're staying home, they're gold diggers. And if they're working too hard, they're, you know, they're trying to be men and it's such a fun, and there's so much mm. pressure to be perfect mom, like perfect, you know, making like the first grade, my, my son's going to first grade today and you know, they got to look good. Yeah, if gotta, you don't
1: have that Instagram board with the chalk all made beautifully, right, like you're right. a shitty mom.
0: Right? You're a shitty mom. And I mean, being a <laughs> shitty Instagram. Yeah. But being a shitty mom is so heavy on most Mm -hmm. women. You know, there's so much programming around a woman being able to be a good provider. There's all these issues around like breastfeeding, like not being able to breastfeed if they feel like they're failures and they got to have everything perfect. Like we we're lucky in that, like we've got a lane cut out for us to be productive. So men get a lot of slack if they're productive. We didn't have to have like five hats. Yeah. so it's really it's i think it's even tougher on them
1: you and i were talking you were talking about something earlier about um i oh guess i can't remember you were talking about Oh i mean it was a uh now it just escaped me but let's go back to the women thing i don't know why no, it's just, i just it, had a brain fog
0: yeah maybe it was with chris i don't know i'm trying to jog your memory but no I think it that,
1: was you and i talking about some content earlier and it was something that was uh something
0: that was college a nice, is a waste of time no no <laughs> Uh, But uh, no, I just, I just find it very difficult for, for, I, I really empathize with that. And I don't think that there is that um, space for, for that. Um, And also then in the workplace as well, like a fearless leader, a commanding guy can be treated differently as Mm -hmm. an expressive woman. She could be perceived uh, as being like bitchy or whatever. It's, it's just, there's so much stuff there. So um, I, I think whenever we have this ideal that we're trying to aspire to, and it's, it's faulty to begin with. It's, it's a faulty goal. Like this balance, like it's life just comes at you in such major chunks. Your work happens in major chunks. You'll get tons of shit done for three weeks and then it'll all one un- unwind in a day. And then you'll get, you'll move forward. It's like, you know, those life cycles of an entrepreneur. Everybody uh-huh. thinks it's this linear exchange. Like I'm going right. to work six units of time and receive six units of benefit. <laughs> You know, and it's, and it's very tough. And um, I think
1: that's, I think that's what kind of where we're going. And I was, that's what I was trying to say was that I if, if COVID has taught us anything, I should think it should be that like, genuinely, we make such big deals out of things that don't
0: fucking matter. I know. Right? I know. But the problem is the only way to know that they don't matter is context and context. And usually COVID comes gave al- context. I know, right? but COVID yeah. comes along and massive ass kickings. You know, the only way to, you know, and I, I hate saying this, but it feels to me that one of the major ways that people get the greatest dose of context and, and, and understanding is through extreme hardship. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the David Goggins of the world have gone through incredible abusive relationships.
1: All right. All right. We hope everyone is getting massive value from listening to this podcast. If you are, we are going to ask a couple things in return. First review us on itunes if you don't know how to do that the easiest way is to pick up your phone open the podcast app click on the album art and then scroll all the way through the episodes and you'll see review at the bottom go ahead and bang out the stars that we deserve second thing if you haven't signed up for our text uh, list to get notified of special offers or the next summit or whatever it may be uh, make sure to text the words bulletproof to 33777. That's 33777, and the word is bulletproof. Cool. Third thing is we've got the book, as most of you all know, but we've also got the audible version that Dr. Spodak spent three days in studio, and it was an arduous task, and he crushed it. He really should be an for good that episode. That's it, everyone. Hope you're having a great day,
0: and we'll see you soon. a lot of young people don't know what they want and not knowing what you want is, is also Mm. a a torture is is a form of torture. And that, so having this ideal that like that, you know, absolute perfection um, when context comes along, you're like, fuck perfection, fuck work-life balance. I'm just happy. I'm here. You know, well, you it's like the big... book,
1: right? Don't sweat the small stuff because it's pretty much all small stuff, right? And yeah, so it's that, just hard to
0: tell yourself that. It's
1: hard to tell yourself that because at the time when you're in the trenches, everything matters, right? You know. This sheet, sheet that I displayed, this matters, right? If I don't do that, it matters. But in, and if you zoom out, you know, no one ever says, you know, the, you know, we talk about that book, The Five, what was it the wishes of the dying or the, uh, yeah, the, the regrets of the things. dying? Yeah, exactly. No one says like, "I wish I had gotten worked more." It's always about family. I wish I had taken myself so seriously. I wish I hadn't done like it was these things. Isn't
0: that? But that's the great travesty of being human, Peter. We, you know better, and you still yeah, you
1: still do it anyway. You still right? freaking do it anyway. I, I shouldn't eat this donut, but it'll be
0: delicious.
1: But you know right. the consequences, and we do you know, the right. smoke, the drink, the whatever, right? Yeah. And then we you wake up. Get back I'm never drinking
0: like that ever again. Yeah. Two and months later. Until next weekend. Yeah. it's it's That's the travesty of being human. I, and that's where the grace needs to come in. I guess, that's,
1: Craig, the reason that's I really wanted to, yourself to do the this grace. podcast is that we get a lot of, of messages from young dentists, especially you even a lot of dental students. And if someone had told me, I, I just, so, some of these messages I think are developed because I, I wish that I had been told a lot of this stuff in that if someone had just said, hey, you know, work-life balance, don't get, don't get worked up by that don't think that your life is always going to look that way like no one ever told me that it shouldn't be always balanced and it would have saved me a lot of trouble if someone said hey you know what sometimes you're going to be on fire and everything is going to be balanced and sometimes you're going to suck but guess what those are the seasons of life get used to it it's life it's complex and if this shit was easy then everyone could master it and if someone had just told me like that clean you know, just with that clarity like, just give yourself grace. There's going to be times of awesome, times of suck, right? And I never really got that message. I don't know why. And maybe that's, maybe
0: that's a me problem. There's a lot of things we're not taught, right? You know, there's so, no, that that would be a great lesson to be taught. You know, uh, it's incredible not to, not. But I keep stu-
1: striving for it, but don't get worked up about it. Just identify like, hey, yeah, I'm not good in this or, and I should be. And then keep striving for it versus like just getting all
0: in, you know, in a, t- in a tizzy, well, also so. not being good at it and realizing you're not good at it. And well, that's trying a different, good that's a different, tr- but trying to be good at it. And then saying, you know what? I'm not ever going to be good at this, but I'm good at this. That's cool too. That is cool too.
1: But that and, back and the, to our, back to our thing of awareness. That's, that's yep. a massive, I wish that had been taught taught yeah. to me as well as don't try and be, don't try and be balanced in all your skills right. try and be the best this and the best that and the best yeah. this and you're the best person for the job. Like that's a whole different that's a whole different discussion because uh, because as much as I've wanted to have some superpowers in my life, Craig, there's some things I definitely don't have.
0: Yeah, me too, man. Right?
1: So big time. I don't know, but that's just it's just something something I felt compelled to talk about. Balance is a myth. Get used to it. And
0: uh, I also like the pre you know one thing in our notes though too just pre blocking like everything can make your schedule. You know, like uh, have meeting with hygiene sterile tech about what tablets to use for the cabotron can make your schedule. But like, when's the last time, like you put on the schedule date night with your kids or your, yeah. your, your wife or your or, husband, or
1: like, Hey, I haven't had an adventure. Like I haven't had a vacation, like pre block yeah. your vacations because you probably freaking earned it. And that doesn't have to be expensive. It just means pre block some time
0: off pre block, you know, your, your, your health pre block your work. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be long either. this morning. It actually, have to be long. I told my daughter to wake me up at six 15 at 6.15, she was right by my bed and we got on the bike. So we rode down to the ocean and we saw the sunrise. It was just 40 minutes, but it was magic moments. Yeah. Magic doesn't have to take hours. Magic can just be moments. And uh, But that pre-blocking is key. If you don't put it on, I don't know about you, Craig, but if it
1: doesn't make it to my calendar, typically it doesn't happen.
0: Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. schedule it all. all Hi, right, brother.
1: Good talk, next man. next time, over and out.
0: If you liked it, please leave us a comment or drop a like.